بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger may Allah Salah and Salam be upon the noble prophet his household and the noble companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection this is a brief class on Salah, the prayer and how to conduct it step by step first of all what is the meaning of Salah As-Salah in the Arabic language it means dua it means invocation Fil-Istilah Islamically As-Salah it means to worship Allah through certain known and prescribed sayings and actions starting with takbir saying Allahu Akbar which means Allah is the greater and ending with taslim saying assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh may Allah's peace mercy and blessings be upon you this is the Islamic definition of salah second the merits of salah number one Salah prevents from prevents from al-fahsha. What is al-fahsha? The great sins of every kind, unlawful sexual intercourse and so forth. And it prevents from al-munkar, disbelief, shirk, and every kind of evil, wicked deeds. And this is in the Quran, in Surah 29, verse 45. Secondly, the best of deeds after the testimony of faith is Salah. And this is evident from the hadith of Abdullah bin Mas'ud in Al-Bukhari and Muslim. Thirdly, Salah washes out sins. And this is in the hadith of Jabir in Sahih Muslim. Fourthly, it expiates sins. This is the hadith of Abu Huraira in Muslim. Fifthly, it's a light for its adherent in this life and in the hereafter. And this is the hadith of Ibn Umar and in, in Musnad Imam Ahmad with good chain of narration. Fifthly, raises in rank and removes sins. This is in the hadith of Thawban in Sahih Muslim. Seven. One of the greatest causes to enter paradise with the company of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the hadith of Rabi'ah al-Aslami. May Allah be pleased with all of them in Sahih Muslim. And between, number eight, between each performance of salah and the next performance, sins are pardoned. This is in the hadith of Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu in Sahih Muslim. Ninth. The angels will ask Allah for blessings and forgiveness upon the adherent in his place of prayers. This is the hadith of Abu Huraira in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. May Allah be pleased with him. Tenth, waiting for the next salah after observing a prayer is ribat. What is ribat? Keeping oneself adhering and firm on acts of obedience. This is the meaning of ribat. 
And this is the evidence is in the hadith of Abu Hurairah in Sahih Muslim. Eleven. The one who goes to the mosque to perform the salah is in prayer until he returns. This is the hadith of Abu Hurairah in Sahih Ibn Khuzayma and authenticated by Sheikh al-Albani rahimahullah. Now, the five obligatory prayers and the regular prayers and the optional prayers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ كِتَابًا مَوْقُوتًا Verily, salah, prayers, is enjoined on the believers to be performed at fixed times. This is in Surah An-Nisa, chapter 4, verse 103. What are the prayers? What are the five obligatory prayers? They are, number one, the Fajr, the early morning. And it is composed of two obligatory units, two rak'ah, and rak'ah means unit. Fajr, therefore, is the early morning prayer. After the emergence of dawn, it's two obligatory units. And the time for it is from dawn till sunrise. This is the prescribed time. Now, the regular sunnah is to perform two rak'ah before the obligatory one. So it is preceded by two rak'ah. And there is no regular or optional salah following the obligatory prayers of Fajr. This is the Fajr. Second, the Zuhr, noonday. It's composed of four obligatory rak'ahs, four obligatory units. And the time is from the time of Zawal. What is Zawal? Sun passing its zenith. This is the Zawal. When the sun passes its zenith until the time of the next prayer, which is Asr. This is the prescribed time for the Zuhr. Now, the regular prayers. Two, Raka, followed by two. So we have two Raka optional, and also two Raka optional. These are done before the obligatory. Then, after the obligatory is done, then there are two regular, and also two optional may be offered. This is the Dhuhr. Asr, late afternoon. Four obligatory units. Four obligatory rakhas. The time. The time when the shadow of a vertical stick, when the shadow of a vertical stick equals its length until sunset. So it is from the time when the shadow of a vertical stick equals its length until sunset. And there are, are there any optional prayers before Asr? There are four optional prayers before Asr, but not on regular basis. Every now and then. Four rakah. Is there anything after Asr from prayers? 
No. Now, we go to the Maghrib. The Maghrib is sunset. It's composed of three obligatory units. Three obligatory units. Defining. From sunset until the disappearance of al Ahmar, the disappearance of red glow in the sky or the red twilight the red glow or the red twilight in the sky so the time is from sunset until the disappearance of red twilight glow in the sky is there any salah before there are two optional prayers Two rakah. Two rakah. When I say two, meaning two rakah, two units, optional. Before the Maghrib. For whomever he wishes. The obligatory are three. Is there anything after? Yes, there is. There is two rakah, regular. Sunnah. After the obligatory one. Now, the Aisha, which is the night prayer. It's composed of four obligatory units. It is composed of four obligatory units. And the timing is from the disappearance of Ashafaqul Ahmar until midnight. From the disappearance of the red glow in the sky until midnight. This is the prescribed timing. Is there any regular prayer before Isha? There is two. Is there any regular prayers or optional after Aisha? There are two optional, two, and then there is the witter. The witter is composed of two rak'ah followed by one single one. Now, when we say one rak'ah, it means one unit of prayer. And the one unit of prayer, which is the rak'ah, constitutes certain actions involving al-qiyam, Standing. Ar-ruku' bowing. As-sujood prostrating. Al-julus sitting. And then finally prostrating. So one unit involves standing, bowing, prostrating, sitting between the prostrations and prostrating. This is one unit. This is the called rak'ah. If one misses, if one, if one misses an obligatory prayer due to sleep or forgetfulness, then the person must perform it as soon as he or she wakes up or when he or she remembers that. What is to be done before performing Salah? What is to be done before performing Salah? The following are to be done before one performs his prayer. Number one, ritual purity, which means wudu or ghusl, bathing, depending on the state of impurity. If you need further information on this, please go to the site www.understand-islam.net and go to the article on wudu on the ritual purity in order to know how to perform your ritual purity it's mentioned there step by step so we refer you there in order to perform the ritual purity 
Second thing that is needed before performing salah is to have a clean place. Third, men to perform the obligatory salah at the masjid, except for a legal excuse, illness and so forth. The rest of prayers, it's the sunnah to perform them at home, the optional and the and the regular, the regular ones. Four, women to perform salah in the innermost places at home. They are allowed, of course, to pray at the mosques, but not mandatory. Five, wearing loose clothes that does not shape the private parts for men and extend down until above the ankle, while women cover their entire bodies except face and hands. Six, standing close to a sutra in front of the musalli, the person performing the prayer is called a musalli. Standing close to a sutra in front of the musalli, the person in prayer. What is a sutra? Sutra is an object like a pillar sticking or laying down on the ground set so that no human or animal can walk in front of the person performing the salah. These are the required things before Salah. Now, there are general guidelines. Number one, learn the direction of Qibla, the direction of Mecca, and the times of a prayer in your location. Therefore, contact the closest Sunni mosque in your area. Second, learn the movements and shorter sentences. Learn the movements in Salah, and the shortened sentences to be said in the Salah. Practice what is to be said in prayers. Try to practice them, to remember them. Three, work to learn the recitation of the opening chapter in the Quran, which is called Al-Fatiha. This must be memorized. Start by learning the recitation of the opening chapter. But, if you revert to Islam, then you can do the Salah even if you don't know the opening chapter. And this is done by performing certain remembrances in the Salah instead of reciting the Fatiha. You can say Subhanallah, which means Far Allah is removed above every imperfection, the Most High. Or La ilaha illallah, none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. You can say these remembrances until you learn the Fatiha, but you should work on the Fatiha from the very start to render it into memory. Now the performance of Salah. First, you need an intention. What is an intention? It is a determination in the heart that you are performing a particular Salah, whether it is Fajr, Dhuhr, Maghrib, or whichever which we, of the five obligatory prayers, but this is not to be uttered on the tongue. This is established in the heart. It's a determination in the heart. Uttering it on the tongue is an innovation in Islam. It is not acceptable. Second, face the direction of the Qibla, which is the sacred house in Mecca, known as the Kaaba. Raise your hands to the level of the shoulders or ear loops. You are standing now straight, upright. After the intention, after facing the direction of the Qibla. 
raise your hands to the level of the shoulders and earlobes and say Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar which means Allah is the greater you're standing facing the Qibla and making takbir with this raised voice Allahu Akbar you know that you can hear it third place the right hand over the left on the chest and look at the place of prostration without lowering your head I repeat third move is to place the right hand over the left on the chest look at the place of prostration without lowering your head so hands on the chest right hand over the left looking down looking at the place of prostration four recite the opening invocation for salah recite the opening invocation for salah and this is the following you have to train on them in order to memorize them so I will go over them slowly subhanaka Allahumma وبحمدك تبارك اسمك وتعالى جدك ولا إله غيرك أو ريبيت سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك تبارك اسمك وتعالى جدك ولا إله غيرك which means O oh Allah, I declare you far removed from above, from above all imperfection. And that you deserve all praise. Blessed is your name, your majesty, glory and might is exalted, and there is no true God worthy of worship except you. Number five, recitation of Surah Al-Fatiha follows the opening chapter which we talked about this must be recited in every rak'ah in every unit of prayer begin by uttering the following with a low voice begin by uttering the following with a low voice you say A'udhu Billahi Mina Ash-Shaytani Ar-Rajim Bismillahi Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim I repeat A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Bismillahi Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Which means I seek refuge with Allah From Satan The outcast In the name of Allah The most beneficent The most merciful I begin This is the meaning Then you must recite the Fatiha, the opening chapter, in every rak'ah, pausing after each verse. Pausing after each verse. We read now. This is the Fatiha. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك 
نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين It means all the praises and thanks be to Allah the Lord of Al-Alameen mankind, jinns and all that exists the most beneficent, the most merciful, the only owner and the only ruling judge of the day of recompense, meaning the day of resurrection. You alone, Allah, we worship, and you alone, we seek for help for each and everything. Guide us to the straight way, the way of those on whom you have bestowed your grace, not the way of those who earned your anger, such as the Jews, nor of those who went astray, such as the Christians. At the end, you must say, as you heard, Ameen. Those who cannot recite the Fatiha may say instead, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah, which means I declare Allah far removed from all imperfection. Alhamdulillah, all deserving and deserving all the praise. And La ilaha illallah, and that there is no true God worthy of worship other than Him. <coughs> Allahu Akbar Allah is the greater So you can say these remembrances During the Salah Until you, na- until you know The Fatiha six el- Now six Matter is the Ruku' This is the bowing down After you recite the Fatiha And in some cases there will be other chapters, but for now we go. You have to make the ruku', which is the bowing posture, bowing down. How to do this? Raise the hands as described early, meaning up to your shoulders or to the ear loops level. And say, Allahu Akbar. Allah is the greater while going into the, into the bowing position. In the bowing posture... Put the hands on the knees and grab them with your elbows away from your sides and your back straightened with the head leveled with your back. While in the bowing position, you say, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, three times. Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Far removed from every imperfection is my Rabb, my Lord, Allah, the greater. 7. Standing erect again now. 
This is called Qiyam. After the bowing, after the Rukur, rise from bowing, raising your hands to the levels of the shoulders or ear loops, saying, Sami'allahu liman hamida. Sami'allahu liman hamida. Sami'allahu liman hamida. I'm just repeating them in order to know them. Allah, enough to say it once. Allah, He is the one who praises Him. Allah, He is the one who praises Him. Second, you stand upright until one's every part take their positions. Until one's very parts take their positions. Everything returns to its place. And you say, Rabbana walaka alhamd. I will repeat it just for your training. Rabbana walaka alhamd. Rabbana walaka alhamd. O our Rabb, Allah. All the praise is due to you. Eight. Now, we're going to go for the prostration, which is called the sujood. Reach the ground with the hands first, and then the knees, while saying, Allahu Akbar, Allah is the greater, and rest on your palms, and place your forehead, your nose, your knees, and feet on the floor, with your belly away from your thighs. Toes should be erected and directed towards the Qibla. Your arms should be away from the ground, and you say, Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la three times. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la, which means, far removed is my Rabb, my Lord, Allah, the Most High, from every or from any imperfection. Then you raise your head while saying, Allahu Akbar. Sometimes raising one's hands with that. Sometimes. Sit on your left leg while keeping your right foot upright with its fingers to the Qibla. Put your hands on your knees and supplicate by saying, Rabbighfirli. I will repeat it only for the sake of repetition. Rabbighfirli. Rabbighfirli. So that you train on it. Rabbighfirli. And this is a dua, invocation, which means, Oh my Rabb, oh my Lord, forgive me. This is the sitting position. Following this sitting position, you come up with a second prostration, as you did before. I said in the sujood, you reach the ground with the hands first, and then the knees while saying, Allahu Akbar. We mentioned this. Now, following the sitting position, you come up with a second prostration, as you did before. Once done, once done, you ha- once done, you have completed now one full unit, one full unit, one rak'ah. Now, say Allahu Akbar and stand up for the second rak'ah, for the second unit. Do it in the same manner as you did the first one, but without reciting the opening supplication, which we did earlier, right? Now, number nine, sitting for tashahud, for the testification of faith. Let us learn what is called the first tashahud. Once you finish the second rak'ah, follow the same way of sitting as we described earlier. 
hold your right hand closed with, you, with its thumb and middle finger touching each other like in a circle while pointing the index finger straight in the direction of the Qibla and moving it through the recitation of the first tashahud, the first testimony of faith which goes as follows At-tahiyyatu lillah wassalawatu wattayyibatu assalamu ala al-nabi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh assalamu alayna wa ala ibadillah al-salihin ashhadu an la ilaha illa allah wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu this is the first tashahhud which means all compliments meaning allah is free from all imperfection his is the dominion magnificence endless existence belongs to him this is the meaning at tahiyat was salawat prayers وَالطَّيِّبَاتِ and pure words and deeds لِلَّهِ are due to Allah may Allah grant the Prophet safety from all defects and imperfections and keep his message safe from all evil may Allah grant him mercy and honor may safety and security be granted to us and to all the righteous slaves of Allah I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah and I bear witness that Muhammad is his slave and messenger. This is the first tashahud. Now the full tashahud, the full testimony. This comes at the end of the last rak'ah of each prayer. You recite the first tashahud which we just learned. And follow it with the following recitation which is known as As-Salatul Ibrahimiyya. Which is known as As-Salatul Ibrahimiyya. The invocation of Ibrahim. This goes as follows. After you recite the first tashahud which we just have learned, you say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد which means oh Allah praise Muhammad O oh Allah, praise Muhammad and on the family of Muhammad as you praised Ibrahim and the family of Ibrahim, of Abraham. You are indeed worthy of praise, full of glory. And send blessings on Muhammad and on the family of Muhammad as you sent blessings on Ibrahim and the family of Ibrahim. You are indeed worthy of praise, full of glory. Now what to do when going for the final rak'ah, for the final unit in prayers? What to do? In the prayers of the three or four rak'ah, remember earlier when we described the obligatory prayers, some of them had four rak'ah, like Zuhr and Asr. And there is one composed only of three rak'ah. Now, in the prayers of the three or the four rak'ah type, after finishing the second rak'ah and the first tashahud, 
you stand up raising your hands as we described earlier and say Allahu Akbar when you reach the straight standing position recite the Fatiha and go for the prostrations as we did earlier saying Allahu Akbar if you are praying the three rak'ah prayer of Maghrib sit with your body resting on your left side and the left leg under your right while keeping your right foot upright this position is called Tawarruk and you will see the description of these positions on the site in illustrations inshallah ta'ala soon this is for the third rak'ah for the fourth rak'ah prayers stand up when you finish the third rak'ah and bring forth the fourth and the final rak'ah recite full tashahud in this tawarruk position which we are just described and I will go over it again you sit with your body resting on your left side your left leg under your right leg while keeping your right foot upright this is the position of tawarruk this is done at the end of the third or fourth rak'ah prayers after the recitation of tashahud you can supplicate Allah with the following invocation Allahumma inni أعوذ بك من عذاب القبر وأعوذ بك من فتنة المسيح الدجال وأعوذ بك من فتنة المحيا وفتنة الممات اللهم إني أعوذ بك من المأثم والمغرم which means O oh Allah I seek refuge with you from the punishment of the grave and from the fitna the trial or affliction of Ad-Dajjal the pseudo-Messiah and from the fitna of life and the fitna of death O oh Allah I seek refuge with you from the sins and from being in debt you may also ask Allah to bestow upon you from the good things for this life and for the hereafter now, concluding the Salah by Taslim. After you recite the Tashahud and you make the supplications we just made, turn your head to the right and say, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu, which I'm just repeating it so that you remember only. You say it once to the right. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, which means, May Allah's peace, mercy, and blessings be upon you. Then turn head left and say, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Then turn your head left and say, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. And the prayer is concluded. The prayer is concluded. Now there remains other things which we need to discuss later, but this is sufficient, inshallah ta'ala. We need to know the conditions, the pillars. What are the obligatory acts in the prayer? What are the sunan of the prayers? And this will be, and these are detailed on the site where you go to the www.understand-islam.net on the audio library, you will find them there. But inshallah, I promise that we will go over them again, even in a summary that will be, inshallah ta'ala, good enough. Walhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala Muhammad, wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.